When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. Jenna Suffin is a Sydney-based comedian, writer and actor. She has written for Pedestrian TV and produces a monthly queer comedy room, Two Queers Walk Into a Bar at Giant Dwarf, first Friday of the month now with a live stream. Despite all of this, her biggest achievement was once being introduced as a prominent Newtown lesbian. Enjoy. I've always been really good at breakup letters. Not in the sense that I break up with someone over a letter, but in the way that after I'm dumped, I need to put all of my emotions out into a lengthy message. Whether that means it's typed up, printed and hand-delivered, sent via text message or through a cryptic online article disguised as comedy and published to a well-known publication for the whole world to read. <laughs> I'm single at the moment and I... Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm single at the moment and I figured that I may as well save some time. Be prepared, right? So what I'm about to read to you is a letter to my future ex-girlfriend. <laughs> now, I want to preface that I've taken examples from previous relationships and mixed them all into one for this letter. Only because this being a queer event, I'm aware that most of my exes are here and... <laughs> they're sitting in the audience going, oh, this is about me. Calm down, it's about all of you. <laughs> hey, it's me, Jenna. Obviously, um, I handed you the letter. Why am I still typing this? Uh, this is a letter, it's not like a story to be performed in front of 300 queer people. <laughs> That'd be silly. Anyway, I guess the reason I wanted to write this is to get all of my feelings out. I was a bit overwhelmed the other day when we broke up. Well, when you dumped me. In our local pub. After playing two games of pool. Like, you had planned on dumpi dumping me. Why didn't you just do it? You know I love pool. <laughs> now it's all I think of when I see a pool table. Balls being sunk, much like my heart. Sorry, I'm getting off track. I wasn't able to communicate how I was feeling and couldn't really say what I wanted to say. I guess I was also in shock, and I didn't understand why we were breaking up. Things seemed to be going so well. well clearly they weren't for you. Um, how long had you been thinking of dumping me? Like, when we were lying in bed together the night before, were you thinking, oh yes, tomorrow's the big day, the big old dumping. <laughs> she has no idea. <laughs> why not just do it then? Or had you not realized until that moment that you wanted to break up? Am I that bad at pool? Now, at um, this point in the letter, I'd usually go into depth on the reason why they dumped me, but since this is a future dumping, I'm just going to list some previous breakup lines, like a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> when you said, A, I'd like to transition into being friends. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> B, 
I know it's been six months, but I don't think I'm into women. <laughs> or C, we only m just met. Please stop contacting me. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I didn't end up finishing this letter. I found it a lot harder than I thought I would. When I started writing, I thought it would just be a funny piece about my past relationship fails, and I mean, yes. But it also made me really look at myself and how I act in relationships. Why do I always feel the need to prolong a breakup? Trying to make it work and looking for closure. Maybe complete closure is just something you can't have. You just need to move on. With my first girlfriend, we had pure and unconditional love. We met, became friends, and were quickly inseparable. It was never fake or forced. I genuinely thought that she would be the love of my life forever. And then after two and a half years, we broke up. Because while we were still in love, it had become platonic. I also thought I had fallen in love with someone else. We're still best friends and we co-parent an adorable 15-year-old cat together. Because we're the worst, we joked that we had the perfect relationship and the perfect breakup. Which made me also think, breakups are easy. What's everyone talking about? And then eight months later, I got dumped for the first time. Wow, turns out breakups are really hard. <laughs> I was just so sad all the time. Like I deal with anxiety and depression daily, but this was really fucked up. But the worst part was I wouldn't let her break up with me. Looking back, she was very reasonable with the breakup. It had obviously been something she was struggling to communicate and it wasn't just a whatever decision. Also, our relationship was pretty horrible. And that's not meant to be shade on her in any way. We were just two people that were not meant to be together. But for me, the thought of being alone and the realization that I had found that perfect love already and had thrown it away, I couldn't admit that. So instead, I just kept trying to find that feeling again and again with anyone I met. I would have sex with people I didn't like just to feel some sort of validation and mistake basic kindness for true love. I grew a sense of pointlessness if I wasn't in a relationship, not having that one person to complete me. I've moved in with partners very early into our relationship. While I hate to admit it, I move in with them not because we're ready, spoiler, we're not, um, or because I'm just a huge lesbian who loves the stereotype. But I do it because my codependent anxiety knew I couldn't cope with being apart from them, which I can pretend was just romantic and being in love, wanting to spend all that time together. But in reality, it's me de being dependent on them for my happiness and vomiting into a toilet with anxiety because they haven't responded to my text one hour ago and, oh my God, why do you hate me? So when someone doesn't want me and wants to leave, I don't know how to just let them go. It's a lot of pressure to put on someone. Should have been using those letters to apologize. After I started writing this, I met someone. Someone I really like. I found myself falling into the same patterns. But what's different this time is that I never used to be able to pinpoint them. It's like I'm waiting for the shoe to drop where they realize I'm insane or for me to self-sabotage. And instead of giving them space because they're not contacting me, 
I think that maybe they're not texting me because they think they're texting too much and I should text them five times in a row to show them that I really like them. <laughs> but, oh, my God, what if they don't actually like me and that's why they're not texting me? And I stop. It's crazy to realise, but people have other things going on. <laughs> not everything's about you. It's crazy. It's a hilarious stereotype for lesbians to move in fast in relationships. But why is it a stereotype? Is it because it comes from a place of vulnerability? A lot of us have experienced rejection before, and we may not be, have great relationships with our families, so we invest in romantic relationships. I'm trying to be less dependent and pinpoint my actions before they self-destruct, trying to mentally take things slow and not put my happiness on another person. But... At the end of the day, if it doesn't work out and I end up spiraling, at least I've already started my next letter. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and follow Queer Stories on Facebook for updates. Follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram, and please consider ordering a copy of the Queer Stories book a collection of the tales that I edited with beautiful stories by incredible writers such as Nayuka Gori, Benjamin Law, Candy Bowers, Candy Royale, Simon Hunt, Liz Duck Chong and Rebecca Shaw.